Hi guys, welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. Hey. Gwen Flamberg. Well, hello. And I'm your host, Brody Brown. We're here once again to talk about all the hottest celebrity news of the week. We've got lots of celebrities welcoming babies. We've got some celebrity exes welcoming babies. We've got several Us Weekly baby-related exclusives. We've got engagements. We've got celebrities coming out revealing secret weddings. We've got new super cute celeb couplings. Brad Pitt's very surprising new coupling. Becca Cuffrin's long overdue split from one of the more problematic men in Bachelor Nation. Jana Kramer and her husband Mike continuing to defy the odds. Julian Huff and Brooke Lakes going to lunch despite announcing their split. Brian Austin Green proving he hasn't learned his lesson. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott update. Dancing with the Stars cast revealed. Joe Exotic panties. Those are not Joe Exotic's panties, but a line of intimates inspired by Joe. Adele is in hot water. We're telling you why. Some weird, some wonderful, some surprising Megan and Harry updates. And then, of course, we'll discuss the very, very sad news of Chadwick Boseman's passing. But first, before we get into all that news, we're going to set intentions like we do every week. That's where we start. Tell celebrities to start doing things or stop doing things. Baby girl, Sarah Huron, who's your intention for this week? You know, I know we're going to talk about Dancing with the Stars later, but I'm just so happy for my girl, Chrishell. Oh, God. And I am rooting for her, obviously. And I would like Justin Hartley to take the high road and do the same and maybe send out some support for Chrishell when Dancing with the Stars starts. Maybe share her her voting hotline. I don't know. And I also want Chriselle to give us more insight into what happened because on Dancing with the Stars, they always make them get all deep about like that year that changed their life or something dramatic. And I, I hope that Chriselle's is, you know, something to do with This Is Us premiering and Justin becoming horrible and leaving her. Oh, or maybe she'll just give us another one of her um, false narratives and her woe is me victim stories. Um, and I'm sure we'll get plenty of those from Chriselle. I, I mean, I pretty much just said like two different things. So I don't know exactly what I want to happen, but I just want more about this divorce on Dancing with the Stars. Travis, who is your intention for this week? My intention is for Marvel and Disney at large. I just want, I love Black Panther, and I want Black Panther 2 to be starring my favorite Disney princess, Shuri, who's played by Latita Wright. She's the little sister. She's like the most genius woman in the planet, and she has big panther guns for arms. And Letitia Wright. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. Oh, Letitia Wright got, sorry, Shuri to me always. But I really just want like the cover art for Black Panther 2 to be like released in the next couple of weeks. And I saw a mock-up and it was like her brother's keeper. And I just wanted to be all starring like a young black female lead. And that would just be everything I wanted. So thanks, Disney and Marvel. Hope you hear me. Well, we will talk about why she would be replacing the original lead of that movie a little bit later. But actually that did happen in the comic book that it was inspired from. So yeah. She could be the Black Panther. Gwen, who is your intention for this week? Well, we might be touching on this story in detail later, Brody. Now that the other two have touched on stories we're touching on later, go ahead. (laughs) My intention is for Brad Pitt because, you know, Brody, it has come out that he's got a new love interest. And first, I would like for him just to make it a fling because he really should be with me. But, (laughs) you know... I also just think that for his next life partner, can it just be someone who's like actually really available, not in an open marriage, you know? 
Actually, that's the one point of this situation that he's in that I support and like. I, you know, we're going to talk about it now, Gwen. We were going to talk about it later, but we are going to talk about it now because you brought it up. He, I think, revealed to us a basicness that we didn't know existed with Brad Pitt because we thought he was going to be all these like bookish and brainy women. Not to say that you can't be brainy and be a model, but all these like creative actor types, designers. And then lo and behold, he's with this super, super hot woman who is in her 20s from Europe. And they definitely don't have an age range in common, but it just seemed like he is doing what all these aging men do, like go after younger women. But the plot really thickens. She is married to a substantially older man. So it's, you know, I don't know. I just think this was like, she's quite beautiful, but it's a weird choice for him. I just think it's a weird choice. And it's making me like not want to cheer for him as much as I did heretofore. And also, I just would like to see him with somebody who is shorter, more redheaded and <laughs> certainly closer to his age range. Are you talking about Dan Aniston or are you talking about Gwen Flamberg? I mean, obviously, the <laughs> initials GM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, instead, he's with Nicole Pertolaski and she is less than half his age. So there's that. And they are. I'm married to someone who's older than Brad. Yeah, a man who's been married a bunch of times. But you know what? If it's an open marriage, it's fair game. It's just the fact that he took Nicole to Miraval around the anniversary that he had with Angelina Jolie. I think that's gross. And I. It's a little bizarre and might have been acting out on his part, which I don't like to see because I thought that he wasn't going to be doing any activity that might be hurtful towards his ex or his children. But let's also talk about Miraval and Flora de Miraval. And yes. there is going to be sparkling rose. Yeah. Rose champagne, if you will, that's Travis and my favorite sure thing to imbibe. So I love psyched about that. Yeah, I would love to taste that. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> send it to us, Brad Pitt. Send it to us. You don't even have to date me. You could just send us the Flora de Miraval. Yeah, Nicole. Then, you know, yeah. Maybe we could date, although it doesn't seem like, you know, conventional dating is where your head's at. Yeah, you could still I get mean, him, Gwen. It's totally possible. What I will say about Brad Pitt, though, is it has been like a long time, like we were talking about last week. So I, even though it's a model and not that jeweler and healer we thought he was dating a few months ago. Or the I, MIT professor. <laughs> right, the MIT professor. There's been a lot of potential women that we he was linked to that I don't think he actually was dating, which means it's time. And if he wants to have a fling and join, maybe he's going to be in a throuple with this couple. We don't know. Wow, maybe it'll be like a Jerry Falwell Jr. situation. I mean, wow. <laughs> of course you went there, Brody. <laughs> It's not, well, you talked about a throttle. I mean, they're in the news. You know, it's just, it's disappointing to me. I thought he could have someone who's a bit more of a peer. I'm sure they have some common interests, but I, I, you know what, you know, who's going to have a classy peer that makes sense that we're going to be like, wow, this is perfect. Angelina Jolie, whenever she steps out from her saintly abode dressed like a Grecian goddess again. Did you see when she went to Nobu with the kids and she was like in this like evening gown moment? I'm sure she will have a partner who will be like, wow, perfect fit and actually better for her than Brad. Wouldn't it be great if it was a woman? Yes, it w- you know that would, uh, mm-hmm. it, that would be the twist that we've all been waiting for. She's done it um, before. My, yeah, she has. 
She has. My intention is for Brandy and Monica. I'm not sure if everyone else in the world or just oh Travis God. and I and yes. half the world watched that versus quote-unquote battle between Brandy and Monica, but they reunited after 22 years after The Boy Is Mine had dropped, and they sang and they rehashed all of their different songs, their hits, a little bit of beef. It was phenomenal. I really need them to go on tour. That's my intention. Oh my God, it was like the best thing I've ever seen. And if anyone remembers to the, I think, 1998 Music Video Awards when Brandy allegedly punched Brandy, Monica bit, a bit like punched Brandy in the head. It was reported at the time that they've come a long way. I don't know if it was a full punch in the head, but there was some physical thing that they actually alluded to. There was some door kicking down that they talked to, but but Monica said it wasn't about that, but there was some, it got a little rowdy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of rowdy, let's dive into some news. Wow, Sarah Huron, I put it at the top of the podcast because I know you love to mom shame uh, slash put your opinion on other people's baby names. Welcome to the world, Daisy Dove Bloom. That's right, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. Welcome to their daughter, Daisy Dove Bloom. Jury, your thoughts? I don't hate it. I don't hate Daisy. I don't hate Dove. I think it's a little weird to have Daisy and Bloom together. Like, what if she hates flowers? What if she's allergic to flowers? No one hates flowers, Sarah. No one hates flowers. What if she's allergic to flowers? Well, so what? I also think it's a little weird that Katy Perry's like brand has been Daisy's leading up to this. Like, why is the baby like a branding opportunity? But I mean, at least Daisy's a real name and it's not win or buddy dessert. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, we heard from a source that Katy basically won the battle of the baby's name. Orlando wanted Fiona. They thought it sounded good with Flynn, which I wouldn't have been mad at Fiona either, but then they went it's a with great name. Daisy. It is a great name. It's a great. An Us Weekly exclusive, <laughs> Meghan Markle's ex, Trevor, we broke the news that his baby is here. Not his baby with Meghan Markle. No, he has remarried. And he welcomed a baby named Ford Grace Engelson. It's very Ford sweet. is a girl? Ford is a girl. Interesting. Hmm. That's very regal sounding. Yeah. Ryan Murphy and his very hot husband, David Miller, welcomed mm-hmm. their third son, Griffin Sullivan Miller Murphy. It's a mouthful. And we just, on our last podcast, talked about Ed Sheeran and Cherry Seaborn. They welcomed their daughter, Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran. Love that name. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Gwen, I appreciate your support. I think Lyra is a beautiful name and it sounds like lyrics. And I believe that Ed may have written some lyrics for Cherry. So, you know, like, I think that's sweet. Antarctica, I don't really understand where that comes from, but nobody ever uses their middle name. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They definitely do. They definitely do. Well, speaking of someone who uses her middle name, Joanna Duggar revealed the name of her baby, Evelyn May Forsyth. That's nice. Very on brand. I think that her full name, her first name is Joy Anna. I don't think that Anna is her middle name. Just that. It's hyphenated. So it's sort of... Yeah, it's her first name. It's it's, it's a a gray area. Can I just say, you know you have a problem when the Duggar is picking the most normal name? Yeah, that's very valid. But it's Holly. Sarah, we like yeah. ridiculous baby names. Yeah, we do. We I do. like like Northwest. I don't like Buddy Dessert. Oh, uh, well, then you've got strange standards if you accept Northwest, but you don't accept Buddy Dessert. Mm-hmm. And the Cheetah Girls, Sabrina Bryan, gave birth. She has a daughter whose name is Comilia, after Sabrina's mom, Monroe Lundberg. She'll be named, she'll be called Monroe. That's kind of sweet. Let's talk about some Us Weekly exclusives. Usher and his girlfriend, Jen, 
are expecting their first child together. This will be Usher's third. That's a nice little Us Weekly exclusive. A source told us they are thrilled and very excited. Another Us Weekly exclusive. That's right, people. April Love Geary is pregnant with her and Robin Thicke's third child together. And she's Who pregnant. isn't pregnant? I mean, he's got a lot of kids. He does. He really does. He has he has a son with his ex, Paula Patton. But the daughters that he shares with April, it's Mia, who's two, Lola, who's 18 months. It's really a, a lot of young kids, too. Well, yeah, because they're just they're they're just like making babies. They're in love. And speaking of in love, we talked about them last week and we talked about well, we actually talked about their reproduction cycle. We talked about Randall. And Lala, that's right. Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules. Sarah Huron, did you weep when you read the news that Lala is pregnant? No, I didn't weep. Instead, I said, I knew it because I believe on this very podcast last week, I was like, they're all going to be pregnant by December. And now we have Stassi and we have Lala. So I'm waiting on Katie and I'm waiting on Brittany. And I'm very confident in my prediction that it will be by the end of the year. I'm happy for Lala. They've pretty much had to reschedule their wedding a million times. And the new trend, I guess, is to just not get married and have the kid first. So enjoy that. I don't really want to watch it on my TV screen. So I'm hoping again that Bravo opts for a Tom Tom or some sort of spinoff. We can get cameos from all the pregnant people, but I don't need a bunch of pregnant reality stars. Why? Why? Because you want them drunk and fighting? I mean, Lala's sober, so I guess she won't really be different. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Celebrity, the housewives and stuff when they're pregnant are not never as exciting. No, they're good. Think about all the times Teddy was crying. Like that was exciting when she was emotional. Mm. She was emotional without the baby. Uh, let's not talk about Teddy. Uh, let's talk about Emma Roberts. Well, as Us Weekly previously broke the news that Emma is expecting, Emma revealed the sex of her unborn child, a boy. And she revealed her bump on Instagram. Love having that scoop. Oh, so it was she a great baby reveal. It was casual. It was cute. Yeah, she was in some like pajama sort of thing, some casual yeah. nightgown. That's like a dressmaker that she always goes to. I put it in the bazometer a few weeks ago. They're great. Mm. Mm. It was nice to see her and Garrett Headland together because we don't see them very often, especially in like a casual, not paparazzi situation. So I thought that was really cute. And of course, you know, Leah Michelle up in those comments, her BFF, can't wait to be boy moms together. So that's exciting. Ever already has a best friend. Yeah. It must be nice. Let's talk about some relationships. Liam Payne is engaged to his girlfriend. He is 26. She is 20. Okay, Brad Pitt, that's a little bit more appropriate of a range. Um, <laughs> but she, she had a diamond ring on that finger, we noticed when they were out too. Oh my God, talking dinner. about diamond rings, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Giant ring. He, oh, he proposed to his girlfriend, Brittany Matthews. The ring is massive and if you guys want to see it and hear the whole backstory about the ring please go to usmagazine.com slash stylish that's right I, have a hot take. I don't think you should be allowed to get married when you're 20 why i, mean, I agree but i you know people have shorter marriages sarah the same way that they <laughs> get like buy starter homes that's true well i mean this was triggering to me because it reminded me of candace cameron beret's 20 year old son getting engaged because you said liam payne's fiance is 20 you know what? You know. Love is love, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have anything better than that. But basically, people are like, in quarantine, they're like, well, I guess we can get engaged or we can get pregnant. 
or we can break up. You've got three options. Right. Or you can remain single. Or you can remain single. But I think, you know, when you're a couple and you've got the enormity of quarantine in front of you, you got to hit one of those milestones. Speaking of milestone, Niecy Nash. Wow. I love that update. What a surprise. She's married and married to a woman, Jessica Betts. Jessica captioned her Instagram photo, this beautiful photo of the two of them. I got a whole life. And and Nisi shared the same photo and she wrote Mrs. Carol Denise Betts because I mean this was like her coming out. Yes. Like, Brody, I never yes. knew that she was no, no. she was with guys before. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. she's not. She's not. I mean, she's I, we're not, no labels, no labels. Exactly, she married a woman. She hasn't told us how she identifies, but she did share an Instagram story with a little rainbow hashtag plot twist where she was standing there with jessica and i was like we don't know how long they've been together we don't know when they got engaged we don't we don't know much we don't even really know who was there at the wedding we do know that go ahead here's what we know love is love is love is love is love (laughs) thank you that is true and nisi she's been married to men before she was married to don nash and jay tucker and she has three children dominic danielle and dia but God a, bless them all. Good, good for Nisi. I this I, I love her so much. Me Here too. For I loved Claus. I was probably the only person who watched Claus with her and Karuche Tran. And just Nisi has never looked so snatched. And the wedding picture, like really, I just stopped and stared at it for a long time. It made me so happy. Claus has a lot of seasons too. Oh yeah, you should definitely watch at least some of them. They're great. You know who I love too? Jackie Cruz. She's from Orange is the New Black. She, I, I love her because she's great. She's very outspoken. She always fights for what she believes in. She was in Good Girls, but she was also in Orange is the New Black. She married her very handsome boyfriend, who's an artist in Mexico. Congrats, God bless them. Jackie. Mm-hmm. Guys, I love when a celebrity dates another celebrity. I know we all do. That's the most exciting thing. And I love a stealth romance that finally comes to light. Trevor Noah, Minka Kelly, how did you pull this over on us? I'm into it. They're dating. It. I'm really into it. And it makes me like, I've never really thought much about Minka Kelly and her personality. I've always thought she's super hot, you know, when she was dating Derek Jeter and she's dated some other like really hot guys in Hollywood. I've always thought she was really beautiful, like kind of like Jessica Alba-esque, mm-hmm. right? But I never thought of what her brain is like. But like, here's the thing. If she is dating Trevor Noah, she has got to be smart, clever, you know, because I love Trevor Noah. I mean, he is, I think, like a a gift that keeps on giving, especially in the year 2020. Yep. I was so upset because I thought it was Mindy Kaling when I first read it and then I clicked on it and I was like, oh, God damn it. Minka Kelly, you're nowhere as good as Trevor Noah and Mindy Kaling. Uh, what? <laughs> well, I guess it's an even more unexpected pairing, but I love this Minky Kelly, Trevor Noah. So what were you going to say about her Instagram? Because I noticed from her Instagram, she's smart and very outspoken. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. I follow her on Instagram because I am a Friday Night Lights stan. Mm-hmm. Um, if she could, and I also loved her and Derek Jeter. So I wanted Minka Kelly to marry, marry Derek Jeter. I also wanted her to marry Taylor Kitsch, who was Tim Riggins in Friday Night Lights. But if she's going to, you know, not marry either of them, I guess Trevor Noah works because she is very... Um, thoughtful with her Instagram. She's never posted a thirst trap. She doesn't even post anything personal. She's always cooking or talking about political stuff. Like she's seems oh, to be a lot more. Live Lila Garrity. <laughs> Lila yeah. Garrity forever. Lila. Agreed. Friday oh. Night Lights forever. But I forever. could appreciate, I mean, I would appreciate a, a thirst trap or two. Hello. Or some, you know, maybe less thoughtful content, some personal. I mean, she's beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. Fine, she is. And as sourceful as they've been dating for a while, well before quarantine started. So this wasn't like a Justin Hartley, Sophia Perna situation. These two have been cooking for a while. I just feel like she's had a few high profile romances. Derek Jeter, Chris Evans. Didn't she date Wilmer Valderrama? Like, I wonder if yes. this is the one. Like, I'm interested if she'll ever settle down. We shall see. But these other people are doing it right. Jeff Holm, Francesca Farrago. I didn't even oh. watch the show that Francesca was too hot to handle. Did you watch it, Sarah? I didn't watch it either, but how many reality stars has this chick been linked to in the last two months? I mean, she was linked to Damien Powers from Love is Blind. Everyone thought Damien and Giannina finally split up as they should have on the show and then they got put together, which was shocking. And then we thought that Damien and Francesca were together, but no, Jeff Holm from Emily Maynard's season on The Bachelorette is dating Francesca Farrago. Good luck, you two. Jeff Holm is one of those Bachelor people that pops up like every two to three years and tries to become relevant again. So this actually checks out. I don't think it's everlasting love, but we do love a reality crossover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Robbie Hayes is always good for that too, isn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Travis. Hey. What happened on this day <laughs> in pop culture history? Oh my God. Well, I have to start with my favorite one because in 2013, Brody, you might remember this, Amanda Bynes was involved in yet another law issue and was summoned to court for allegedly, there's videos, throwing a bong out of a 36-story <laughs> yeah. window. I've been waiting yeah. on this for years. I just yeah. love that she threw that yeah. bong out of a 36-story window in Midtown. It's so dangerous. Don't recommend doing that. But that was 2013. And it was also 2014 when that like nude iCloud leak happened to them. Oh no. Terrible. Horrible. All my nudes. All your nudes for everyone to see. You know, you'd already been sending them out. So we're not doing anyone. And then we're going to play a little guessing game because today in 2014 was the day that Angie and Brad sold their wedding pictures to Hello Magazine. And it was exorbitantly less than in 2008 when they sold their first baby photos of the twins for Vivian and Knox. So can you guys guess or remember the huge amount for the twins of Vivian and Knox and the lesser amount for their wedding pictures? Hmm. The twins, 50K, the wedding picture. Wait, the twins, 100K, the, the wedding pictures, 15K. Okay, Brody's way off. Any other guess? I was going to say the twins like a million. Uh I'd say two million. Okay. So the wedding pictures, the lesser amount was two million. And for the baby (gasps) of the twins, it was $11 million in 2008. Oh my God, I totally didn't remember that. Those were, you know, days, bygone days. It was a different different time in 2008. Yeah. $11 million. Wow. Oh my God. Honestly, who, who has that money? <laughs> no, I don't know. Not anymore. But yeah, then in like in 2014, it was 2 million for the wedding thing. So you can see how, you know, things changed after the recession. I always thought it was so weird that they even sold their wedding photos. I don't know why you think like Brad Pitt and Angelina would be it like a charity. That. No, I think it all went to charity. It didn't go to like their OnlyFans account. It went to right to charity. Well, yeah. I also right, never right, liked right. that weird wedding dress that the kids drew on. <gasps> I thought it was, it was very that. Them. It was very them. But the dress just wasn't that beautiful. Right. <laughs> well, thank you for that walk down memory lane, that guided walk down memory lane. Yeah. Sarah, it finally was confirmed. Becca Cuffrin, Garrett, however you pronounce his last name. Did you, Garrett Garbage? Sorry, how do you pronounce that last name? That's what's the last <laughs> I don't even know, honestly. It starts with a Y and there's a oh. G in there. Yeah, well, they split. Are you, are you going to be okay, Sarah? Yeah, I know that shocked you. 
I'm going to be okay. I'm mostly just happy that I don't have to stalk the two of them as much as I have been this entire summer, because as we know, the split speculation started in June after they had a disagreement over the Black Lives Matter movement. And then they talked about it on Bachelor Happy Hour. And ever since then, it's been pretty clear that they weren't together since they haven't been in the same state in two months, but they never confirmed it until recently she got on the podcast. It was actually really sad hearing Becca talk about it. She was very teary. And that makes me sad. And this is like the seventh Bachelor breakup in 2020. So I'm a little worried about what's to come. But I think these two are just a little too different. And I'm glad they didn't walk down the aisle, at least. Uh, Yeah. Well, she actually, I mean, I know you brought it up, but she said it wasn't solely based off of one Instagram post or somebody else's opinions or comments. What were people thinking that like Rachel Lindsay convinced her that he was trash? I mean, people are insane. And like the comments that they've sent towards... There's a lot of people that were pro Garrett and their Instagram comments have been very aggressive for both Rachel and Becca of people like flooding their Instagram comments being like team Garrett. How could you abandon Garrett? Um, Abandon? He's got plenty of people who also would mock, you know, the Parkland survivors and transgender individuals with him as he has in the past. Bachelor Nation is is a lot, man. It's a lot. Yeah, well, a source told us she's really, Becca's really broken up about it. She thought Carrot was her person forever. And she understands that fans became invested in her relationship over the past years. And she appreciates the love that she's received. But she needed time and space to figure out things before officially confirming the breakup. She never intended to be cryptic or mysterious. Okay, well, he deleted a highlight reel featuring her in his Instagram feed last month. So I, I think he was not so interested in being cryptic or mysterious. That's pretty straightforward to me. Mm, screw him. You <laughs> <laughs> can't forgive him. He's so terrible. Wow. And Jenna Kramer and Mike Cosden aren't split. But Sarah, what was that story you worked on this week that definitely raised some eyebrows? You know, another week, <laughs> another episode of Wind Down with Jenna and Mike uh, that I tuned into. And... <laughs> This week, they were talking... Jana just wrapped a Lifetime movie, which I actually love her um, acting ability. So I will be tuning in to her Lifetime Christmas movie. She just wrapped a movie and they were having a conversation about how Mike wasn't jealous of her cute co-star, Brandon Quinn. She told a story about how Brandon was over and Mike left for a guy's night. And she was like questioning why he would leave her alone with her co-star at their house. Um, And he was like, well, because I trust you. And she was like, yeah, that's nice. But like, I kind of wish you were jealous. And that led into another conversation of if Jana ever thought about evening the score between the two of them, because we know that Mike has cheated in the past. And he was like, I know she won't because she likes having the upper hand in our relationship. And pretty much agreed. And then she said she could never have a physical affair, maybe an emotional one. Um, But then she got really uncomfortable as they kept talking about her potential affair. And finally, after 10 minutes of the listeners being uncomfortable, they got uncomfortable and they moved on. So, you know, God bless those two and their ability to be candid and open and I don't know. I don't know what the future holds, but we'll we'll find out on on that podcast or in that book. That's what I do know. I know yeah. they, won't, they won't leave us hanging. No, they won't. That book is coming out this month, isn't it? With some of their marital advice and anecdotes, which I'm the, sure the will good be. fight. Yeah, they went through a rough patch, didn't she say recently? I feel like they're always coming out of a rough patch. You know what this story reminded me of? Because she did say that they went through a kind of a rough patch in. August. And I think that's because she was working so much and they didn't have as much time because they worked very hard on their relationship. Um, So she was on set and stuff. And it reminded me of that we started 2020 
with her like deleting his name from her Instagram and wife from her Instagram and all that speculation. And then she recorded podcast episodes about him. And then they like announced they did like a new year's do over and they were starting (laughs) fresh. And then that troll came for her and said that he was only being faithful because they were in quarantine. So 2020 has already been quite the year for Jana and Mike. And we still have plenty of time for more. (laughs) Yeah, we do. You know what I'm going to need from you three right now? I need a very serious prediction. I'm sorry to take this down, but I need you to really think on this. Are Brooks and Julianne getting back together? Brooks, like Julianne Huff, spotted out to lunch three months after their split. We had reported that she was really into it. She was open to reconciling with him. She knew things would have to change. He wasn't as convinced. Travis Cronin, what's your take? 100% yes. I thought that they were getting back together the second they broke up. So this is inevitable for me. Sarah, here on your take. I would like to just say, stay strong, Brooks. (sighs) Thank you. Do not give in. In those pictures from their lunch, she is like giving him the eye. Like she's turning (laughs) on the charm. She wants him back. But she left you, Brooks. And I think that they should not get back together. Relationship expert, Dr. Gwen Flamberg, your take. I think that... They very well may get back together, but that's if Brooks is accepting of the person that Julianne actually is, which is that she might not just want to be with him. Yeah. But I think they're really into each other. I'm kind of rooting for these two. Oh, God. Only Sarah did not disappoint me this time. You know who really disappointed (laughs) me? I screamed when I read this. Brian Austin Green, baby, what's wrong with you? Didn't you hear about <laughs> Twin Flames? We've talked about it enough on here after Megan Fox talked about it. You saw what she posted about Machine Gun Kelly. Now Brian Oster Green is saying when someone asked him if he thinks things can work out with Megan Fox, he said, I never say never. You never know. I kind of feel like people are on paths in life and sometimes your paths are together and you travel that path together. But Brian, you've, you've gotten on and off before, but I think you need to sort of let it go. He believes in love. <sighs> God. I think he needs a hug and um, maybe maybe a job or something and not Instagram because he's, I, I appreciate him trying to, you know, do a podcast, do Instagram, be, you know, very 2020. But I, I don't know if it's right for him because it keeps ending having to talk about this. Like, I can't imagine the Instagram comments on his lives were about anything else. Maybe yeah. like, you know, a 90210 reference, which I don't know if he wants to talk about that either. So I don't know. I think, I guess he's just holding out hope because they were so on and off before. Like they filed full on file for divorce and then she got pregnant with their third kid. So maybe he has a plan. It makes me sad. He clearly is not listening to Machine Gun Kelly say he might never date anyone again and he's not going to suck anybody else's feet besides Megan Fox. And the way he even ended it when, when Brian was like, I wish her all the best and I wish myself the best as well. It just felt like a pep talk that was like misguided. I don't know. Watching the VMAs, I'm, I just, I don't get Machine Gun Kelly, you guys. Wow. I don't get it. I had the opposite. Watching the VMAs, I was like, do I love Machine Gun Kelly? Oh my God, you were turned on by the hot pink suit. Honestly, Gwen, like it was shocking to me too. And I didn't want to admit it, but you brought it up. <laughs> you know, I love that Bloody Valentine song and it does something to me. And I, I kind of, I don't like it, but I kind of get it. I have a guilty pleasure crush on Machine Gun Kelly since Beyond the Light. But I'm never proud to admit it. Oh my God. I want to die that I just said that out loud, but like. I think I'm more attracted to the one we confuse him with all the time, G Easy, but not, oh, not he's like a lot. No, G Easy's gross. Uh, yeah. Okay, actually, no, he is worse because I didn't like what went down with Halsey. Never mind, yeah. I take that back. But I, I can't say I'm here for Machine it's Gun. It's kind Kelly of like either. how some girls 
like Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm one of those girls, actually. I'm they're sure like Davidson. <laughs> I like MDK, I they're best friends, right? Mm-hmm. That I totally get. Yeah. I totally get that MGK and Pete Davidson are BFF, but I just don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I mean, maybe he's great in bed. I don't know. He looks like good. Well, yeah, neither of them are like conventionally <laughs> handsome, like what you would think. But both of them, it's like the confidence. It's their something. I don't know. There's something about them that like they don't have to be what we would say is traditionally like hot. They just are. Mm-hmm. I think that baby girl Sarah Heron has been in lockdown for too long. I'm losing it. Let's move on to some Kardashian realm updates. Well, source told us that Kylie and Travis, it's Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, have been so shaky for a while now. They're so on and off, it changes almost month to month. They definitely have a physical attraction to one another, and they're on pretty good terms. Kylie, our source said, is definitely crushing on a few other guys. Maybe they'll fully get back together, but it's not going to happen right about now. They're still young and figuring out their next steps. Our source said that they co-parent Stormy very well, and they make sure that Travis is very involved, and they let Stormy know their level of co-parenting and their dynamic is okay and normal. Our source also said Kylie loves being a mom and definitely wants more kids. She's just not sure about if it will be with Travis, but again, it could happen one day. Well, she did have Stormy when she was super young, so she does have time to have like 10 more kids if she wanted to. And the (laughs) money. Yeah. I could see her pulling a Courtney and having more kids with Travis, but not like marrying him. Oh, God, you brought up Courtney. Do we even need to talk about the Sophia Ritchie, Scott Disick? Sarah, why? Why do we need to talk about this? Because I am so happy that (laughs) Courtney and Scott were at Nobu, it all goes out at Nobu Malibu. We're at Nobu Malibu together. And then Sophia rolled up like 10 minutes later with her friends and they weren't there together. And I just wish I was a fly on the wall in that restaurant. And I am rooting for Scott more than ever. Oh, God. Well, I guess it's relevant because the source had told us that it Father Sophia to see Scott flirt with Courtney on Instagram and publicly. And so Sophia's making a point to do her own thing. You know, she should have gone to dinner at Nobu with Angelina and the kids. That could have really stuck it to <laughs> Scott and Courtney. Oh, alas. Well, you know what it's time for, you guys? It's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. That's right. We're going to step into the imaginary boxing ring, put some imaginary gloves on the celebrities who are really celebrating their birthdays this week and set them up into imaginary fights. This round of Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania will be refereed by Beyonce, who turns 39 on September 4th. She's an angel. She can only around the ring turning 39 i'm so into that i'm i'm like wow what have i done at my age and what oh never mind i can't even go there gwen flamberg dr phil yeah. turned 70 on september 1st versus richard gear who turned 71 on august 31st wow i mean i'm sorry is this even like i can't believe that you have the audacity to put these two in the ring together brody because Richard Gere, he who half survived going to the emergency room with a mouse someplace special. Wait, no, it's not even true. He said 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 it's not true. He said it was was like an urban urban legend. legend. No, it's true. Legend. Not true. Listen, okay. Well, then there are so many other attributes like that he married Carrie Lowell, who was like not the traditional person that you would have married in Hollywood, right? Like he gets it in a way that Brad Pitt never will. And also, you know, Pretty Woman is my favorite guilty pleasure. And I also just, Dr. Phil, no. 
He'd knock uh, him right out. Yeah. Travis Cronin. Mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves turns 46 on September 2nd. Uh, 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 this first, is tough. Versus Charlie Sheen, who turns 55 on September 3rd. Oh my God. I mean, Beyonce is really worried about performance enhancing <laughs> drugs during this match. So she will be doing some testing for amphetamines yeah. before this goes down. Uh, but I mean, I, I'm such a straight boy for John Wick 1, 2, and 3. So he's going to beat the crap out of him. He's so talented. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Huron, Cameron Diaz turns 48 on August 30th versus uh, Salma Hayek, who turns 54 on September 2nd. You're putting in Charlie's Angel against Frida Kahlo? That's right, I sure am. Well, I mean, she's a Charlie's Angel, so Cameron Diaz. Wow. I mean, have you ever seen answer. Salma Hayek in wrong a answer. No, I've only she ever seen just- her in Frida. Her boobs would knock oh, out Cameron Diaz incredible. in two seconds. Have wow. you seen Charlie's Angels? Oh, of my course God. I have. So what? She's oh, an my icon. God. Oh, my God. Beyonce's had to step in here. Calm down, women. Calm down. <laughs> Beyonce's pulling me to apart. All right. Well, we're, we're going to, because those, we couldn't agree on that, we're just going to sideline Cameron and Sama. Travis, you get to choose the, the landing punch. Who wins between Richard Gere, 71-year-old Richard Gere, and 46-year-old Keanu Reeves? Oh, you know, oh, they actually both just get down on their knees and praise at the altar of Beyonce and are healed and want to resolve this through peace instead of violence. That is right. Thank you very much. What an exciting round. That was a good one. That was a good one. Speaking of exciting round. Wow. Dancing with the Stars is back after a long hiatus. Monica Aldama from Cheer. We love Cheer so much here. Carol Baskin from Tiger King. Uh, we love Tiger King. We may be a little afraid of Carol Baskin. Caitlin Bristow, the former Bachelorette. We've got Anne Hesh. That was an Us Weekly exclusive. We broke the news that she would be joining the cast. And Vernon Davis. We've also got AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys. Jenny Mai from The Real. Jesse Metcalf. That was another. John the Gardener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nelly. Nev Shulman, Charles Oakley, Chriselle, as Sarah noted, Johnny Weir, which seems very unfair that Johnny Weir is competing. Yeah, but Monica Aldama, she was a cheerleader back in the day. And I got to tell you, I, I think Chriselle is going to look the best in the outfits, but I think that Monica Aldama might take the whole season. She can do wow. stunts, but if you've ever seen cheerleaders try to dance, it ain't pretty. Oh, funny. <laughs> I actually had never seen so badly. That. Well, Melissa Rycroft won Dancing with the Stars All-Stars and she was a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Oh, well, Dallas Cowboys cheerleader is a little bit different than like competitive I think she was on the dance team, not the cheer team when she was in college. But I don't know. I don't know either. This cast is so 2020 and I just feel like Nellie maybe (laughs) should be a little embarrassed. They really upped the star wattage with this cast compared to most recent casts. And I have a newsie. Yeah, it's because it's current. Like, they're not even bigger stars. They're just names that we only know. Like, Christelle, Carol Baskin, Monica. There's these people a year ago, we would have been like, who? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, definitely excited to see them compete. Me too. Also, I can't wait to see what Carol Baskin says about not killing her husband. Wow. Totally. Yeah, totally. Also, Sky Jackson and Justina Machado. Yeah, I wonder if Carol will be wearing that flower crown. I really hope 100%. I'm also interested by the Jesse Metcalf of it all because he had all that messy drama at the beginning of the year with his split from his longtime girlfriend, Carl Santana. And I, I, like I said in the beginning on Dancing with the Stars, they always make them get super deep about like how the ballroom is changing their lives and like their tragedies. And I, I, maybe he'll talk about his breakup. 
Maybe he'll talk about Felicity Huffman. That's what I want to hear him oh. talk about. And he's just really hot. So there's that. Yeah. Well, but he also, you know, like wears a lot of makeup. Like yeah. he's one of those dudes that wears makeup. So I'm kind of interested to see like his glam on this show. Hmm, he has like he's in many Hallmark yeah. films as well. And um, yeah, I just, I enjoy looking at him. So there's that. <laughs> well, speaking of Joe Exotic and Tiger King, Gwen, what's going on with Joe Exotic on this underwear line? I mean, can you even take it, Brody? So it was announced this week that Tiger King's Joe Exotic and the brand Oh Dangerous mm-hmm. is launching an underwear collection with Joe Exotic's face on it. It's going to come out on September 7th, which happens to be the two-year anniversary of his arrest. And what's really funny, Brody, is that these men's underwear have animal prints, of course, but not just animal prints. They have a photo of Joe Exotic's face right on the crotch. Oh, right. So the women's. So right the on women's. the crotch. Right. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Right, right smack in the middle of the nether region. Thank you, Ned. I blocked out, Travis, that there were even women's designs. Yeah, oh, his face is right all up in there. And his men ones, I think, comes with like a please only wear if you're under 18. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, because his boyfriends, were they 17 when he met? Yeah. It was something really They're creepy. all under 18. God. Oh, uh, creepy. It just also, the cut of the underwear could have been sexier. I was like, whatever. Well, do you think didn't Carol Baskin? X and like, you know, Carol Askin on the back. It was really, That's it was funny. a mess for me. Do you think Crazy. Carol Baskin's going to wear them on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. Yeah. That's all she's going to wear. That's I have a feeling that Carol Baskin is going to sabotage some of her competitors <laughs> by putting sardine oil on the dance floor so that they slip and fall. Who thinks oh, that might happen? No, she knows people will be watching her with a close eye. Speaking of a close eye, why did I watch so much of Caitlyn Jenner's cooking episode on the launch of her new YouTube channel? Oh, then I watched have her... Well, then I also watched her doing like a beauty tutorial, a makeup tutorial, and I wasn't really looking for Caitlyn Jenner content, but I guess I will watch now that she is going to be serving it up to us with some It's sort of strangely mesmerizing. It is mesmerizing. She's got good glam too. Maybe she can collab with Olivia Jade. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's a great, that's a great crossover. Sarah, how are you feeling with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills being over, but in the reunion for the next couple of weeks? You know, I don't love the Zoom reunions. I'm kind of over them, but the trailer looked very promising. And I love that Denise Richards like has a script in her hand at one point when she walks away. So she clearly brought her notes. Um, And I'll be looking forward to watching it. I don't think we're going to get anywhere. I think we're all, it's like Denise is never going to admit that she slept with Brandy and the women are never going to let it go. So I think it's going to kind of be a standstill, but I'm really excited to watch. And I'm really, really excited because Andy Cohen just teased that the Real Houses of Salt Lake City trailer is coming any day now. And I am That's so be ready for the Mormons. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, really excited for some Mormon-centered drama. Will there be some sister wives? I don't think so, no. I I think these are, it's not featuring, I don't believe it's featuring any polygamist families. Not yet, it isn't, but apparently I think it's half Mormon, half not, which also creates conflict in itself. Right. It's going to be tough because Utah has all those crazy liquor laws too and like dry towns. How are these ladies going to get drunk? Uh, And metered pours. When I went to Utah, I was like, what? What? Meter yeah. pour? Meter pour is yeah. a big thing at bars. Yes. It's, there's there's yeah. all types of like weird laws. 
We're poor. We're you like, have to go to a drinking club. Like mm-hmm. the bars are called drinking They're clubs club. because it's a it's a dry state. What's meter a meter for? It's where they like they have that little thing on top of the bottle, and they just give you like an exact ounce of liquor, and you're mm-hmm. like, uh, I can't even taste the vodka in this drink. That should and be they, a crime. It, well, it should be a crime. That's why I was irate. And had a meltdown. And had to be squirted <laughs> out. However. Um, I will say that it was all filmed like a while ago, which is good because I just watched the Real Housewives of Orange County trailer and like half of it is about coronavirus. And I just like, I don't need to be reminded that the world is ending by my housewives. I would like drama that doesn't relate to COVID-19. I would like to see Denise Richards just say more about the Brandy situation. I know she's speaking her truth, but listeners, if you missed it last week, we did a story on Brett Rossi, Charlie Sheen, and Denise Richards. And this was, again, sort of giving me echoes of the same scenario where Brett Rossi had said Denise was bullying her and and had wanted to have some creepy threesome relationship with her and Charlie when Brett was dating Charlie. And then a source told us that Denise never propositioned Brett for a threesome. Denise has never had a threesome, never had a threesome with Charlie. She's, she's like, not interested in that. It just, it, it again, it was like a she said, she said. And I'm like, it's, it's strange that these keep occurring around Denise. Is it the company she keeps or the common denominator? I think people have a lot of continued questions. Speaking of questions, Gwen, what's going on with Adele? Well, you know, there's a lot of different schools of thought as to the background of this photo, Brody, but this week Adele posted a photo of herself in Bantu knots, yellow feathered headdress, and a Jamaican flag print string bikini. Now, this was to commemorate Notting Hill, the Notting Hill Festival, which happens every summer, which celebrates Caribbean culture, and of course, was only virtual this year. So there was some speculation that it was a throwback photo that she posted because she did mention that she was missing the Notting Hill Festival. However, I personally believe it might have been a thirst trap gone wrong because <laughs> I don't see how it was a throwback because her body yes, is the body. so incredible. You know, she has been on this weight loss journey and her body is looking absolutely incredible. So maybe she wanted to post a photo in a bikini top and little capri exercise pants, but she got a lot of backlash from fans. Some even going so far as to say she was about to get canceled for racial appropriation. But in the end, a British politician thanked her for bringing awareness to the cultural event, um, noted that Adele is born and raised in Tottenham, and, you know, just for her to forget the haters. But, uh, you know, I don't know, Brody, it was a little strange. Yeah, and the important part is that her hair looks terrible in those band do nots. It is appropriation, and you know it's not for me to decide if it's not. It's for people of color and people of Jamaican ancestry. But I can tell you that that hairstyle looked like crap on her, Uh, so I was offended. It was a strange, like one of those, like I'm gonna be sexy but casual. It's gonna look like it's a candid shot where I'm like looking down but looking up, and I was like, well, that's why I believe it was like a thirst trap gone wrong because she took the opportunity. of the holiday to post that photo of her body looking amazing. And she wanted the eyeballs to see her body looking amazing, but just too controversial. And I agree. I I am not making a statement about whether or not that was cultural appropriation, but many, 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 many of her fans believed it to be 
appropriation. Yeah, it just, it, she made it look like this tagged picture, like the quality of the picture. And it just, the doubling down on it, the, the knots with the bikini. And a lot of people were very upset and saying, this is, this is not right and not a hairstyle you should be wearing and getting praised for. Although Tom Hanks' son, Chet, Oh my um, God, I was hoping you were going to bring this up. Yeah, he definitely was all over her comments and speaking in his faux Jamaican accent That's that wow. he's done <laughs> a lot of shit for, as he should. And he's saying, please, someone tell Adele to hit my line ASAP. How embarrassing, honestly. And <laughs> makes me feel bad for Tom Hanks and his wife. Haven't they been through enough with this corona pandemic? But I guess they also raised Chad. And so he is there, probably not too surprised by his embarrassingness. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, pull up to me, bumper Adele. It was just oh, like, it's too God, much. It was horrible. I was like, why can't he stop? Speaking of stopping, guess who's getting started? Harry and Meghan. Oh. announced that they have a giant Netflix deal. They're going to be having docu-series, scripted series, documentaries, features, children's programming. Now, Megan has said before she will not be acting again, which frankly, I'm disappointed. And at least I want to get some voiceovers out of this and not another voiceover about the elephants. She's just saying that now, Brody, if we've learned anything from the past year with Megan Markle, <laughs> it's she'll say one thing and then she sort of changes her tune when she wants to actually make the statement that she was trying to make from the beginning, but trying to hide that she was trying to make. I think it's called actually evolution. Speaking of evolution, though, I love that Megan's mom is now... Oh, I love that too. ...in Monica College teaching a jewelry designing class. Yes. I mean, Doria is an incredible woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very talented. I hope I don't have to watch a Netflix show about Doria doing jewelry making. Uh, I would love to watch that. I would love to watch that. What is wrong with you? Here's the thing. I am excited about the production company. I'm excited to see what content they create. What kind of rubs me perhaps the wrong way. I'm still thinking about it, Brody. My thought process could be swayed. Give it to but me. What kind of maybe rubs me the wrong way is that I kind of have this nagging feeling that maybe this was the plan all along because, you know, you don't ink multi-million dollar Netflix deals immediately. And if this is what they actually wanted to do, why kind of make the whole thing about how bullied she was? Well, you know, it's like either if you actually want to create a real modern monarchy, maybe work and work and work to get the queen to evolve enough to say you can do this while you're part of the family. I think it never would have happened. And I Who think- knows? Who knows? Mm. I think they used the excuse of bullying, which was all sorts of bad feelings and bad vibes for the queen, who is not a spring chicken. <laughs> I just used my more rose voice. I, I hope that, that you appreciated that. <laughs> I hope you did. You know, to kind of move away from the family so that they could you know, kind of a hatch this elaborate plan, but we'll see. It all remains to be seen what the truth is. Well, I think she was, I don't think she was supported by the Royals and I thought she was ruthlessly assailed by the press and the public of the UK. But that was going to happen to anybody. It happened to Kate Middleton when she was dating William. Like that was going to happen no matter what. I don't know what was her idea going into it, that they were going to welcome her with open arms. Nobody, the British tabloid press is, notoriously ruthless, especially with the royal family. And that's, it's all about a headline. Like that's going into it. It's like, if you want to be, you know, anybody who I date, you think about, well, 
what's what's going to happen? Like, what are the potential risks with dating this person? That's yeah. I mean, that's what I thought. Obviously, yeah. this is on a massive grand scale, but yes. But I think she was definitely treated differently because one, she was American, and two, she was a woman of color. Sure. But uh, and speaking of her racial identity and the way that has made things, you know, have another layer layer of it. Look at Jessica Mulroney. I mean, what is she doing, you guys? Like, I think I, she's a little pathetic now. Sad, sad, really sad. God, delete your account, honey. Take a, like log back off of Instagram. She posted this picture of Megan from her wedding. First, the caption was, when I feel dark and gray, I see this and it all goes away. Then she changed the caption to, I see this in pure joy. Like it was a picture from the wedding and her her child was in the background. But then she deleted the picture. And I'm like, what? What? This doesn't know. Why? Somebody needs needs to take the phone away from her. Then she uploaded this like inspirational quote about people going through their own decisions. Uh, like a poem and, and then she then she posted something saying she's uh, working on pro bono work with it just it's it's too much she needs a break i agree it's not a good look i agree if she just would lay low for a year everyone would forget about all right. of that not the internet the internet never forgets but most people would maybe give her a little a little more space and not be jumping around in every one of her posts with what about megan mm-hmm. right because now we have to talk about it. We put it off. Before we get to 25 things, we need to take a moment and talk about the shocking loss of Chadwick Boseman. Oh, that was really unbelievable. Uh, we found out that he had passed away after being diagnosed with the stage three colon cancer in 2016 and battling with it for the last four years as it progressed to stage four. Obviously, he was a star of Black Panther. He's been in things from Marshall to to Five Bloods, August Wilson's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and several more. He worked in between countless surgeries and chemotherapy. And obviously him bringing to life King T'Challa and Black Panther was hugely significant for so many people and even made even more incredible that he did it while battling that. Uh, We've seen such an outpouring of grief and support for him and his work from celebrities and people whose lives he touched. It's really, really, really rough um, to to read and see something this shocking. Very sad. I can't believe the Spike Lee comment where, you know, we were all wondering, did everyone in Hollywood know? Did its directors know? And Spike Lee, who of course one of Chadwick's directors, said nobody knew. And when a fan asked him if anyone knew, so he really seemed to keep it all a secret from everyone he worked with. Yeah, which and and apparently he his girlfriend they tied the knot because in that statement he said his he was surrounded by his wife and his family, mm. but truly an inspirational story and we will continue to see him in um, some d- films coming out um, posthumously. Well, we're not going to leave you listeners on this note. We are of course going to go into the archives. I've pulled an issue from September two thousand eleven. Oh gosh, nine years ago. It is a 25 things you don't know about me list with a celebrity that my three co-hosts will try to guess who is the subject of that list. Are you three ready? I'm ready. Please play along. You'll probably get it before then. (laughs) Although we have to skip number one. (sighs) Number two. I'm not fluent in any foreign language, but I know a little Turkish because I had a Turkish boyfriend in college. Number three, I used to play piano. Number four, I used to be good at tennis too, but when I'm not working, doing nothing is more appealing than a hobby. Number Tori five. Spelling. No. Number five. <laughs> he doesn't know Turkish. Number five. <laughs> if All About Eve is on TV, I can't turn it off. Number six. I had my best vacation on an island in Fiji. 
Number seven, my son is 13 and he's never watched anything I've done. His taste leans more towards South Park than blank. Number eight, I have a toy poodle called Wooly. Number nine, I love cats too, but everyone in my family is allergic. Number 10, if I'm not smiling, I look like I'm miserable. Courtney Number Cobb. 11, no, interesting. Oh, Lisa Number Yes, Travis! <laughs> <laughs> I could from the blank that was like a one-word TV show, so I just thought Travis. Uh, <laughs> no, wow. blank was Romeo and Michelle, but, but oh. number one was every time I go out, someone says, hi, Phoebe. Oh, wow. Wow. that was good, Travis. Wow. Good. She also said, this is interesting. She said, I don't remember specific episodes on Friends. If I watch one, I'm thrilled because it's a surprise. I love I her. Many of their Me shows, I mean... I love her. Bring back She's the comeback. I know. Please bring back the comeback. And she also said in number 23, I can't stop watching The Real Housewives of New York City. I did not take her for a Housewives fan. I only did because Andy Cohen has that cameo in season two of The Comeback. Ah, that's true. Yeah. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for joining our Hot Hollywood podcast this week. We hope you join us again next week because we hope you are enjoying your time with us and maybe even learning something from it because we do try to deliver the hottest, most relevant news to you each week. Please share, like, subscribe, tell a friend about this weekly celebrity news podcast, and please tell us. Find us on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter and let us know your thoughts, what you want to hear more of, or maybe who you want to hear from. Otherwise, we hope you join us next week again on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. So long and farewell until next week. <laughs>